Welcome back to Black Cows Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the seventh episode. Yeah, wow, we're already a seven out of ten of Rick and Morty season six, full meta Jack Rick, written by Alex Rubens, directed by Lucas Gray. Unfortunately, this is one of those episodes that either work for you or do not work for you kind of like the Knight family but I felt like that was far more successful than this particular outing the message was clear I got a few chuckles but for the most part it was well it went very quickly I will say that much but it felt as if a writer was throwing a tantrum to its audience or making an ode to what you don't understand about writing one or the other. <laughs> no, especially with the current uh, climate right now with the, the strike happening, that I'm totally on your side. But this is before the strike was happening and they were making their intentions fucking known. All right. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to come into your house one night while you're asleep. I'm going to cut your throat. This isn't a joke. You're going to die. Before we jump into basically uh, what's going to probably amount to a very quick review of the episode. Wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback on the next episode of Rick and Morty, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. It was weird how we were thrown into the episode. I didn't have a problem with that because it put us in the mindset of Morty, who was trying to figure out what was going on. So it was really breaking about the knife dimension wall that you could have between yourself the audience and I gotta say it was if you wanted to think about it it would have been more of a fun exercise if you wanted to get into it in that fashion like this is an an episode you have to engage with on a mental faculty level that very much amounts to if you don't do it, then you're fully not going to understand. That's what I meant by this being a quasi writer's tantrum, <laughs> um, as well as an ode too, because they're they're drawing a clear comparison to what it's like to be a TV or cinema. I think TV writers have a harder time because it's much more more of a schedule you know screenwriters you know you have a product you shop it around someone buys it it's a lot less demanding at least this is what i hear i am not myself at all in this profession but it it certainly can tell there is a difference in quality of writing when it comes to when it comes to TV and movie. And I think that boils down to a lot of the, the pointers that they, they hashed out in said episode, but it just, it just wasn't entertaining. 
Usually they could do it in a in a in a more it was missing that satire where it would have been comical. I think that's what drew the score down for me because all of it was there. You know, with Story Lord who wants purpose, so he devises the scheme to send the uh the previously on adding things that we hadn't seen so that we the audience as well as rick and morty are dumped into this plot to get story lord past the fourth wall so he can escape and find motivation because this is what they're meant to do as far as that's the goal is to inspire people with tv and movies and I'm sure at some point that was a goal. But I also think that it doesn't need to be one. (laughs) That's my uh, number one back and forth on the boys. Is that I don't particularly like that show for a lot of reasons. But I understand why it's entertaining to a lot of people for the reasons why I personally, I like going into shows that I can more mentally engage with on my type of sci-fi level. Not all genres are going to fit into that, right? Um, with Rick and Morty, I certainly <laughs> like they, when they when I do think of it, it is done though in like I said, more of a comical fashion. But this was just pure here's the facts put them all together and it's this situation that now rick and morty need to get out of explaining the writer's room all their thought process about how they're basically stuck everyone wants what they used to do in season one when you get something that's edgy like south park you know everyone wants to to be the next type of trend thing and then of course the simpsons was edgy until family guy and then all of that feeds into itself and then you have the fan base that are just the worst most of the time because they have no idea what incorporates creativity and all of these things it's so much i don't not believe it but it is also the profession you chose you just need to get paid enough for the nightmare that clearly is what happens behind the scenes <laughs> story lord wants to get more motivation or double down on the motivation which is rather lazy if you think about it he goes to find his creator smoking crack And the whole thing about this particular, you know, writer is he wrote this one good thing, this one good character, but now no one else uh, can, he can't work under that type of pressure to recreate that thing that was magical. And now he's, he's turned to drugs and he has, he doesn't have much to offer because after all the things that he's written it's only this thing and that's all he can think of uh, as his only mark on the world 
which is rather crazy if you think about it. There's a lot of ways you can leave a mark on the world. <laughs> Maybe in a time capsule, you know, a hundred years in the future, someone's going to dust off these, uh, these podcasts and think I'm a fucking genius. No, it's probably not going to happen. Most, the, the odds are not in my favor. They're not in my favor, but you, you, you see where I'm going with this. Um, I did like the fact that they brought back the robot. What is my purpose? To open that lever when I tell you to. You've got to be fucking kidding me. I have a question for God. Why? I think that ties more back to last week's episode, which was much better into you're searching for this purpose and then you find out what that purpose is you might be a whole hella disappointed because it doesn't seem to be any aura of speciality that the human race is supposed to do other than uh prolificate like newborns at the breasts of a meth addict in a lifeboat filled with forks Rick, I know what we have to do. Scrub Campbell's browser history. Of course, I'm just naming off things that were funny to me. This is something that happens after they introduce some of the typical, the protagonists, the the retcon, except it's called uh, something else. <laughs> Uh, and using their powers you know things that didn't used to be before after well jesus is brought into the situation because he is of course the number one fictionalized story propagated around and so story lord had teamed up with jesus and uh the what was his name i didn't even catch his name the bug he ended up being screwed over by them because they wanted to get away and they he, the story was using everyone he used jesus <laughs> uh so that when the other one wanted revenge he would be there to suck out his whole entire memory I, it, mm, these are things that didn't work for me then after saying they're gonna help they ended up like taking them hostage and then that's when they go to the headquarters and meet all these quirky people then they're off well they make a deal with retcon who's able to take the others down uh but ends up double crossing rick they did this in the flash and this never addressed it i mean they retcon a lot of shit in the flash and that's why the stories just never were really that great there are a few people I, I made a mention because there's a couple of people and I know I'm going to get so much hate for this. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to just take it. I'm going to have to take it. But one person's like, I miss the flash so much. And I was like, after 10 years of investing my life in that show, I can honestly say I don't miss it at all. And I think what it boils down to is that it, was, it didn't end when it should have ended, which was three season, seasons ago. It never got the writing. It never picked back up on the writing, which wasn't all the. It, 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 it was a problem. Whatever the problem was going on with the Flash, it was a problem. And I think people have a tendency, which is what this episode is kind of 
talking about as well of just you know blaming one person because you're the guy in charge it's like yeah but the guy in charge is i mean come on don't be naive it's not like they have all the power some people they can set themselves up in that position but some people cannot they're just put there in that position and they got to work with what they got to work with so i mean you never know the whole story and i think that we have definitely gotten well i think social media has transformed what used to be people having maybe these discords and little small chat groups to it effectively now being those same people in far greater numbers attacking the people and the writers behind the scenes and i think that's just a little a little much a little, little much there sending death threats about fictional characters that's uh-uh. i think maybe you need to just turn off the tv because <laughs> if this re- if this fantasy has this much more meaning to you that means something's going on in real life uh but yeah they get saved by campbell's and uh, he serves soup he says campbell's soup because <laughs> there's always an old guy and you're always saved at the last moment from death and they talk about the villains like don't blame the fucking villains in the story because that is the new trope too there are no villains anymore the villains have to have motivations that the audience can empathize with that's the thing it's not even motivations the motivations the audience can accept like you know yeah 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 yeah. and it has to be something just so fucked up that the audience just hey i fucking hate people and if you just are someone who hates people well then you have to be a nazi or a communist (laughs) to be able to be the bad 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 guy the bad 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 guy um sometimes you're just a villain because that's what you are you can you have a backstory and still be a villain any i don't even really have that much issue with that i mean i do just because it's overused um and it doesn't need to be every damn villain but i do have um an issue with everything being marvelized and i don't know how to explain that and people who love marvel really ain't trying to hear me (laughs) say anything about it and to be fair it's not it's it's very it's not a tangible thing it's just it's a it's a i i I, again i I don't know why i even started it why did i start this conversation christina you know you cannot finish this conversation about it being marbleized it's just it's a formula and everything has to go by the formula it has to hit all of these points across all of these different it's like they're going down a checkbox racial equality this that the thing and it's always in a certain manner that pleases absolutely everyone and i think that's what i have a problem with it it's like no 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 <laughs> when even the bad people 
I mean, there's complex and then there's what everyone gets a get out of jail free card. I don't, I, yeah, there's a lot to it. And it's only based on the films I've seen and some of the comments and commentary I've seen about certain shows. Um, but yeah, I just, I couldn't even get back into The Mandalorian. Notice I never did a review for that show. Because the minute I got back into it, I was like, oh my god, this feels, ugh. I'm so tired of this same marvelization. I can't, I'm just going to have to just turn that word into a noun and one day we'll figure out the full definition. (laughs) Uh, But I did love the the comment, you fucking back to the future ripoffs. That's great. Because I think we forgot that's what it was supposed to be about. Kind of. A play on. That's what happens too when things become popular. Too many people start putting their agendas on the table. And those people are coming into the writer's room and telling the writers how to write. And that is dangerous. Has been dangerous for quite some time. If we're being frank. I think that's what I was going with before about this writer strike because i fully support them wanting to be paid better because i think if they're paid better they might be inspired (laughs) to write better material but furthermore i think there needs to be more of a conversation of the control these executives have and some of like yeah we've kind of made a a trigger for everything you shouldn't be able to retcon shit and just take cecile's daughter out of the storyline because it no longer fits with what we want cecile to be doing like no one's gonna fucking notice that she was there (laughs) uh or have someone you know you build a universe but you haven't thought of everything in the universe so you either try to hand wave it away and just don't address it or bring something back later on to it's 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 a lot it's a lot i'm not saying that it's easy clearly that's why they need more money um but it is uh i think it is a little bit of a a catch-22 when your show like rick and morty is such a niche show for what it is and then it becomes popular for its nicheness and then now everyone wants it to be the way it was and then other people that like it are like but brick is so abusive and it's the 21st century and we're woke i hate that word i literally hate that word um (laughs) because it's a pretend to now it's a pretend to and not in action it's uh it's i i pretend to be informed instead of i am informing myself and taking that information and knowledge and implementing it into my actual existence not i mimic things that other people say because i don't want to look like i'm on the wrong side of an opinion without actually taking any time to change anything about myself about that point or implement it in my life what i mean to say is (laughs) rick and morty definitely has fallen into that i don't know the fandom i've never been in the fandom i think we spoke of this previously uh but 
it's uh it's been really popular is what i know what i've always known about it but popularity as popularity brings in a lot of other components that aren't positive i did like the cutaway when he's like don't don't go out after dark (laughs) and he's banging on banging on the thing being like you bunch of communists because there's a lot of that a lot of communists and jewish hating in hollywood and that's been going on for a really long time if you read anything about the nature of hollywood fun fact nollywood in nigeria is the second most profitable movie industry yeah then we go through this whole spiel of rick needed to go through this journey to get where he needed to be in the mindset to accept change but i was more caught on the fact that morty's like i think i should stay i'm pregnant and then it cuts to him drowning campbell (laughs) it wasn't him who was it and then they're able he's able to this inspires him to make the advice the device not advice to get them out of their their situation and he's told by campbell to do classic season one and he goes i'm so tired of that no what the fuck does it even mean both men having abs in the fight was funny because all men now must have abs no matter their age in hollywood if their shirt is being taken off and if god forbid they don't have those abs they might be dragged by the by the by the audience or they could be dragged by the people that's telling them no there's a shirtless lane you need to have a six-pack that's how they they get people down to zero sizes it's you have to exchange a lot of your own sense of self that's for sure I think I know why Chris Evans moved in with his brother. He's like, yeah, this shit's crazy. And it can make you crazy. And I need to stay down as close to earth as humanly possible. Uh, It is rather ridiculous. People don't look like the people in these movies, these movie stars. I understand it's part of their job, but it is giving people a complex the complex being this is what the standardized person should be instead of accepting no these are molded creations to to amplify a story by a system that is a little fucked up and probably anti-semitic creative genius doesn't exist sometimes you create something that is well marketed and streamlined but honestly that's the best there is because true creativity which is the lesson in this episode i believe overlaps heavily with mental illness and that is factual because the more you pursue being creative the less of yourself you become and the more into your mind you are and the more into your mind you are reality starts slipping away so maybe we don't want to get push ourselves to that point of creativity 
and sometimes we should do what works but at the same time not continue to do the same damn thing like how this guy was starting to write this thing and then he kind of said well he wanted me to do this but then he went back to really his same you know dishing out the same crap that they put out before uh and, and that's that's the real change that needs to happen and more money <laughs> don't forget the money because this this thing called a pandemic happened and let's be real if it wasn't for writers making entertainment most of us uh wouldn't have fucking got through it unless you were a hundred percent natured up somewhere booing up a tree in the wilderness you wouldn't have made it so they got us through a pandemic the most you could do is increase their pay stub we have feedback Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Rick and Morty. I did get um, Mimi's uh, <laughs> app that she uses, so she responded and let me know so that hopefully this will work and I will not have a mini meltdown because I can't send feedback after recording for nine minutes. So that was that was a sucky situation, but I am praying that Mimi will come in, come through with the win, and this new app will be just what I need. And it's really weird because this one, it's as I'm recording, it's got the, uh, it's it's transcribing what I'm saying, so that's that's different. So I'm trying to get used to that. Um, as I'm staring at my phone and seeing my words staring back at me. Um, unfortunately, I am not going to have the best of feedbacks because now it's been five days since I've watched Rick and Morty, whereas before it was the next day when I recorded it. I think it was the next day. Yeah, it was Sunday and I watched it on Saturday. So I'll do my best. Um, I will say that this one was about, I, I mean, I enjoyed this one. This one just was another one of those quirky just just out there type um episodes that it, it kind of reminded me of the previous one um in some aspects about being careful what you wish for you just might get it you know people think that they want a thing until they get that thing and then they realize it's not all as cracked up to be in the case of the previous episode it was day shift day shift day people versus night people um, everyone's thinking the other one, the grass is greener on the other side and everyone else's life is better than their life. Um, and in this case, it's like the utopia society. Like, yeah, we think we want that. We think we want a society where we don't have to work. <clears throat> we don't have to, you know, everything's free. We don't have to pretty much lift a finger. It's just provided for us. Everything's provided for us. There's no war. There's no discourse. There's no anything and i think i just think anything in moderation yeah there are some things that we would love to do away with uh 
I, it would be great and I think our lives would be better for it. But because we're dealing with humans and human emotions, human, you know, flaws and all, we're, we're never going to be that utopia society <clears throat> because everyone has their own perspective on things and everyone thinks that what their perspective is the right perspective. So they'll never be complete agreeance, um, across the board for everybody. So, um, yeah, and we saw in these in this episode that people started getting bored with it because it's like you're you're you become stagnant. Your mind becomes <clears throat> plus anything is great in the beginning, but after when you start doing years and years and years and years, how does that look? And I don't know. I can only imagine for myself. I need I need things. I need to be able. That's why I couldn't be a stay at home mom. That's why. Because I need to be out, I need to be working, I need, I enjoy working, um, but there will be a time when I'm sure I'm going to want to retire, but while I'm in a certain phase of life where I have this energy, where I have this passion, and I have this, this want to, this desire to be out there contributing in the world, I'm going to want to do that. I'm not going to want to just sit home and watch TV, I guess, but then there's somebody's working because someone has to be producing the TV that we're watching and then the books that we're reading. Someone has to be working to um, write these books, to produce these books, to edit these books. So if no one is doing anything, what, what is there? What is there to life? What are we doing with ourselves? Um, so it, I just don't think there's it is possible to completely do away with um with all things um it's just not realistic and so permanent vacation is what um i think they talked about it being on the show um so but i did think it was funny when morty when um summer was talking about oh she doesn't have any followers or is it likes whatever whichever one on tiktok and morty was like yeah that's because all the pedophiles (laughs) are off tiktok i thought that was hilarious um and of course she's like what are we supposed to do with this thing we're supposed to do with our phones it just again it's always amazing as each generation goes on what ends up you know stopping or not being in existence or not being as prevalent as it once was a decade ago and so it's like as as technology advances as we move away from certain things just like for me, you know, things in my childhood, when I talk to my kids, they're like, what is that? What like nobody uses hardly uses fax machines anymore. And so like my kids don't know how to use a like not I don't even talk about my kids. Um, people at work, the younger, the young people that come in, they've never seen a fax machine, never heard of a fax machine. So they're like, what is that? Because now what we do is scan and email, you know, no one's using Hardly anyone is using fax machines like they were 10 years ago. Um, and so the younger generation, they're like, what is that? What is this? Um, and then another thing I enjoyed about this one is all the Easter eggs, the little name drops, Amazon Prime. Got a Westworld Easter egg in there with um, Rick and his robot. <laughs> Are you Westworlding me? <laughs> it's funny that that's, that's a thing. That's, that's part of... Um, our our what is it called when it's in our society i know you could come up with a name for it but it you know 
when we deal with we're talking about robots, you tend to hear people talking about Westworlding and this is Westworld. Uh, <laughs> um, and I thought that was funny. And yo, yeah, the portal gun. I was like, really, Rick? You you know that man will not accept defeat or 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 he does not want to look bad. He always gotta come out on top, no matter whether it's the truth or not. In this case. He made it seem like he fixed the the portal gun when he did not, when the dinosaur is dead. Um, and so that was hilarious. And that, uh, another scene that was hilarious is when they used their version of the portal gun. <laughs> um, Morty's like, I saw my bones. Why wasn't it painful? <laughs> so I thought that was funny. And of course, you know, um, Rick getting pissed off that they fixed the rift. And I thought their version of why dinosaurs don't exist was funny. It's like really some some revenge-seeking meteor followed them around the different planets and different different dimensions and rid them of rid us of the dinosaurs. Like why? I can't remember if they talked about what was the what was the issue that caused them to go around seeking them out and destroying them in every planet. And they always, and each planet always had their version of what happened to the dinosaurs, which I thought was hilarious. Um, and their version of the dinosaur, they put back the dinosaurs in different ways. But then again, that's our perception of what the dinosaurs look like. And who's to say that's really what they look like? We would think that's what they look like, but then you go to another planet and they put them together in a different way. So I thought that was interesting. But that's all I got because I don't want to keep talking and then I save this crap and then I find out I can't send it. I'll be pissed off. I'll I'll be in a shitty mood and I'm not trying to be in a shitty mood like I was the last time. <laughs> so on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and black girl magic, queen of the couch, Shy. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Rick and Morty episode six of season six um this one <laughs> had me cracking up uh in a just in how bizarre it is you know breaking that fourth wall kind of thing and just <laughs> the show making fun of itself in the in the in the most unique way so i enjoy this episode um <laughs> It's like it just, you know, goes into the whole self-awareness, you know, how much self-awareness do we believe we have? Are we really, you know, just delving into just how self-aware we believe we are versus how we actually are self-aware. But yeah, and of course, making fun of uh, the uh, tropes. <laughs> The many different tropes and and storytelling and all of that stuff. I really thought that was a very um, unique and uh, cute way of, again, making fun of oneself, uh, being self-aware and making fun of you, which is part of that uh, being self-aware, aware of how ridiculous you sound or can be or a story really is when you really think about it i loved all the the uh the uh was it tongue-in-cheek names that all the uh this was this the self-referential six <laughs> so we had um 
literally previously previously on <laughs> Leon previously on <laughs> you know when the when the, the episode first came on I was like what is happening here what are we doing <laughs> um why yeah so it took obviously that was the whole point I mean it just went straight into it to the whole premise of the episode um from jump so uh it took me a minute to catch on but once I did you know I thought it was hilarious um them being self-aware and again that breaking the fourth wall so to speak and so we got you know mislead <laughs> mislead flashback like i said previous leon con con connie or the twin twin 20 area continuity connie tenuity <laughs> And we had, um, what was it, Protagonic and uh, Mr. Twist uh, and Retcon. <laughs> um, of course, the clever twist on those things that we constantly see in storytelling. Continuity errors, left and right, you know, retconning shit all the time. And you're like, what the hell? Um, of course, flashbacks, love the, some shows love the flashbacks, and, um, yeah, previously on so-and-so show, so I thought all that was, um, was just cute, it was all just, all in good fun, um, we saw Story Lord come back, um, in this one, and again, he's, trying to he's the villain trying to take over storytelling and he's just not good at it and uh and they talk about how you know motivation the motivation to have motivation how lazy that is and it was just really funny all of that was very clever very cleverly um written on again making fun um i i heard the shout out to the moonlight show i don't remember is it moonlight or moonlight the one with um bruce willis and the other girl uh i don't remember uh i think was season three is when they got together because i know that show went downhill after a while i don't think i watched it i watched it i don't even i don't even remember when it came out but i did watch it a while back and i don't even know if i watched season three um what else so yes we got you know them talk oh yeah morty was talking about um creativity equally mental illness that in order to be creative yeah and i thought about that and it's like on you know that's almost one of those you know that's why artists have such an issue with mental illness because they have to um I have a harder time not to say that you know you know regular society doesn't but because they're they're like for since actors they are they get into these roles um I know there's a name for it when they when they engross themselves in these roles and to become that character it takes a toll um and so writers when they're writing these crazy stories you gotta have a little bit of 
and you can't think inside the box you gotta think outside the box you gotta have this sense of you know creativity that comes from a place of not normal because again you're not trying to be normal especially in sci-fi um and you know the different you know the out there fantasy sci-fi you have to really be beyond what is seen in front of you um so i thought that was pretty cool uh, <laughs> what else was going on in this one? Oh yeah the least um earned death ever uh how many times have we seen that in shows and movies or whatever it's like that was so not earned we say that all the time um and of course at the end the writer Oh yeah, was he like heating up a hot dog with a with a lighter or a cigarette lighter? <laughs> Anyways, I thought I thought the end was it was like we we went we went back to where we started. Oh, I'm a write. Uh, what did he say? I'm a writer. Show about a writer. I write a movie about a writer. And and Mr. Campbell's like, no. Have you learned nothing? Again, back to that. How self aware are we? You know, now we're back to square one. Now you're going to write <laughs> a movie about a writer. So here we go again. Um, so I thought that was hilarious. I think that's all I have for this one. Um, I know you're trying to do the podcast today. Um, it's been a long week already and it's only Tuesday. Cause we're in the busy season of our job. And so it's just preparing for that and trying to, you know, get the mind right and get things in place it's just time consuming takes up energy and it's just a lot so i'm gonna leave it at that until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy thank you queen chai for your thoughts on both episodes we are on seven by the way but i i can see why you may have thought we were one behind (laughs) uh because i got your feedback for episode six after i published so this week i was determined to do the other one first and wait until the very last minute so i was so happy before i started recording i saw your feedback i was like yes uh so we're all cut up we're all caught up now i'm glad that you got the app figured out mimi came through i knew she would i knew she would (laughs) uh stop watching your words mave as we get the Westworld reference. And yes, that has become part of our pop culture story. Uh, one of those things that stick out in pop culture. You know, not everything sticks to glues. Beanie Babies would definitely make that argument. But Westworld, despite not having the audience that it did when it was currently on, it had such immediate impact that even if you weren't watching Westworld, you were hearing about Westworld. <laughs> even if you didn't get through all of Westworld, you were you were you knew what it meant. You meant you knew it was robots that were humans that were were coming after it. it it's the new John Connor or Terminator, if you will, for this generation, uh, but done a lot more eloquently. Uh, so I heard something about that. Didn't I read somewhere that the another, this other movie that came out is supposed to be John Connor in the future. Oh God. Now I'm going to, that's going to bother me. Um, it was the direct, it's like some cult. It's not 
said to be connected to Terminator, but apparently the writer said they wrote it connected to Terminator. Whatever. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Pagers, things like that. I, 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 you were talking about the fax machines. Believe it or not, we still use fax machines. It's just not the same way. Like we fax it to this number and then it just scans into their fax machine where they can print it off. <laughs> but I am kind of more and more people are starting to get, uh, go paperless. They're, you know, it's, it's not even considered faxing in the old way where you go up to the machine, you clicking the buttons and you knew what to click and you got to put the paper in there. Yeah. I can see a lot of people not knowing what the hell, like, what is this ancient technology? It really bothers me that there's no payphones around. I didn't think I was bothered by it until there was a situation where I was thinking, if my phone dies right now and I need to call someone, I have to go to an establishment or somewhere that has a phone. There's no such thing as a payphone anymore. And growing up, that was always the thing. Like, I remember I went down... And I would call my friend and you can just look them up. Be like, hey, I need to connect to, to so-and-so. And then you'd be like, yeah, yeah, you could call 411 and they connect you to the number. And that's like not a thing anymore. So it is uh, weird <laughs> going through time, seeing how things become obsolete. If anything, that gives you a, a better a way better uh, appreciation for the time you got going and like you said it's like you, you need to create your own purpose so if you're just sitting on your ass and everything's being done for you well then you don't have the t- you don't get the opportunity to create purpose and purpose often unfortunately is driven a lot of times by conflict even if that conflict is minuscule or not as violent I know you were saying like you can't get rid of everything like yeah I would love for the world to stop being racist but I do think in the place of stopping racism you're going to find something else that drives conflict that's why you have classism everything's divided into something and that's because you have to there's this humanity functions and is successful best when there's a push and pull and I think what the rock was supposed to symbolize is while all you have that success, there's always the failures. There's always the things that don't quite fit into the status quo, the outliers, if you will, um, that will always be resentment of your success and be there to destroy what you have created. There's all, for, for everything you create, there's a dis- destruction. And so saying that fixing everything is, is, you know, you guys are thinking that you're doing the best of things, but everything has unintended consequences. And the unintended consequences was that basically all the things that, that weren't successes pretty much became a ball of resentment and then went after them in revenge. <laughs> Very basic. Method acting is what you were referring to. Not everyone practices method acting a lot of people actually stop doing it because it is considered fairly unhealthy i'm sure some people have gotten into that and gotten into roles and been very successful but from what i hear i'm not an actor that's not actually uh you know a number one taught it's just one type of 
way to act and it does you know unfortunately involve you devolving from yourself and then needing to come home and recapture who you are and that's a lot that's a lot to ask for you know it, it, it there's art and then there's madness and i think that's what they're definitely trying to draw the line in here that there, there is one and people should be more aware of it that is going to conclude our episode I'm excited uh that uh that 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 you liked it a lot more than i did because it's usually the opposite effect of that and you got a lot more out of it it seems too because i do think it was a functionally good episode i just wish it it uh it worked for me but hey that's sometimes just the way it goes once again if you want to see feedback like at gmail.com my social media will be below like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease black or magic every day